the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jeff's looking at the phone. I hope I hope Nick Barnes is calling in. No? Doggone it. Hey, our number two starts right now on 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show. Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network, filling in for Bruce. And I'm joined in studio by a friend, Bob Clegg. He's a GOP strategist. Bob, how the heck are you today, man? Good, Jack. How are you? Super fantastic, good. all things considered. Good, good, good. I'm, I'm alive. I'm breathing. <laughs> God has a purpose. That's yep. my belief. Yeah. Uh, man, we've got a lot to unpack, um, and I'll just kind of tee it up for our listeners. Some things we might go through. We might talk about this uh, presidential election. I, I have a suspicion about Trump's own, only vulnerability. I'll run that by you. But okay. I want to talk about yesterday's Supreme Court decision about the redistricting maps. We talked about that with Alex Triantafilo just a few moments ago. Sure. Uh, what that means and then really roll into this whole discussion about the Ohio Redistricting Commission. You have an interesting backstory about one of the proponents of altering <laughs> that commission that I think we need to tell. So let's start there. Um, yeah. What do you make of the Supreme Court's decision that said, hey, we're going to keep these maps intact because there was unanimous consent yeah. by the Ohio Redistricting Commission. Um, they, they voted for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the court ruled correctly uh, in that. I mean, they were uh, bipartisan uh, maps. So, I mean, you can't get any better than that. That was the whole point of why we passed the amendment back in 2014, I think it was, yep. to change how we were going to, you know, draw our lines. So uh, we, we got bipartisan approval. Um, however, for some people, that's not enough. And so, uh, while the court, I felt ruled correctly and, and, um, you know, the maps that, that were, uh, drawn this year are, are technically in place until, uh, through the 2030 election. Yep. Uh, we have a group that's out there that's trying to change the rules in the middle of the game. Imagine that. Yeah. Because they don't like what we're doing, so they're going to try to change it, and of course they're going to go a constitutional amendment route on that. So let's let's talk about that. And by the way, you know there was a, there was a dissenting opinion. Uh, the Ohio Supreme Court uh, they called the idea that because this was bipartisan, because it was unanimously passed, and it being the Senate districts and the state representative districts, basically the the Ohio legislative maps. But that was illusory. <laughs> that was it was an illusion. It was a mirage. Yes, they voted for it, but you you dumb people but they don't really know. didn't. Oh my goodness. So let's talk about this Ohio yeah. redistricting commission. It's going to that's the group that basically tries to draw the maps, come into agreement, the Supreme Court approves it. Yeah. So now that they they lost, they being progressives, Democrats, yeah. losers, yeah. Uh, they want to reshuffle the deck. Sure. What does it look like? One, 
explain um, – we've got about five minutes here. Okay. Explain to our listeners what this proposed amendment would do and how does it maybe change things before that 2030 election cycle. Okay. Well, what is being proposed is they'll take the commission, which is currently made up of uh, elected officials – officials statewide and legislative Mm -hmm. that are elected by the voters of Ohio. And they're going to take those people out and put in appointees that will be Democrat Republicans and then so-called independents. And that's always the problem in this. Uh, These quote unquote independents are, you know, are they really independent? I mean, they could be a progressive, but they don't register with either party. So what do you think they're going to be? But- well, I can tell you what they're going to. Ha- I have an aunt who is who's forever an independent. But every presidential election cycle, it seems like she has the Democrat sign in her yard. Yeah. Uh, the, the last time that I think she was truly an independent was. Uh, can I talk? Can I say something? Back on Ross Perot, remember, remember Ross with his chart? <laughs> That's the last time I ever remember there really being a true independent, but go ahead. And, and here in Ohio, the, uh, you, you become an independent if you never v- vote in a party primary. Right. So that doesn't mean you don't hold a partisan you know, uh, position. But the bottom line on this is, in my viewpoint, is we're taking away the voice of the people and we're putting in who knows who these people are. And 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 I don't want my voice being taken away on something as important as line drawing. This I'm going to blame our education structure on this. We have been spoon fed the, the 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 blue poison pill of progressivism. That's a common thing you've you've heard it a hundred times, and I hope you hear it a hundred more because I want you to identify it. Our kids believe that pure democracy is the way to go. They don't understand the value of a representative republic, and and. I do when you say, well, this takes away the voice of the people. Well, what's the voice of the people? It's the state representative that you elect. It's the state senator that you elect. They're there doing your bidding for you. But these people that don't want those elected officials on the Ohio Redistricting Commission will fool you into believing that that's not your voice. You need these other people. Let me ask a dumb question. Whether they're Democrats, Republicans, or independents, who would choose these people? Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the problem. I mean, you're going to have a group that's going to be choosing that aren't elected officials. They're just, you know, individuals that are out there. The ironic thing about all this, Jack, is this is the same group of people that in August said, you can't take away our voice by increasing the approval for constitutional amendments to 60%. So they were on the exact opposite side of that issue in in August that they're going to be arguing next November. One and I, I I would be remiss. I would be mad at myself actually if I didn't point this out. They called themselves one person, one vote. vote. That was the group that said we don't want to increase the threshold to sixty percent. How dare the lawmakers put this on the ballot or or pass a resolution that puts it on the ballot? Get this that would allow voters. To decide what the the one person, one vote people, you know what they wanted to do? They didn't want you to decide. They didn't want you to have a a vote, (laughs) but but they're telling you it's what they never do. You know why? Because their agenda isn't a majority agenda and they know it. So they got to get it in through the back door, through the courts, through these, you know, uh, tricky constitutional amendment routes, all that stuff. 
So let's talk about this. We've got about three and a half minutes on this. If this Ohio – because here's what's going to happen. Millions of dollars are going to flow in. The Columbus Dispatch, Cleveland.com, Cincinnati.com, Toledo Blade, uh, Ohio Communist Journal, also known as the Ohio Capital Journal, by the way, that was funded by the Arabella Advisors Group, which is Hans-Jörg Viss, which is George Soros. These are are propagandists pretending to be members of the press. Mm -hmm. I hope people hear that and I hope they consider that. Nonetheless – these people are going to tub thump for the people who want the Ohio redistricting commission yep. to change. And they're going to be in unison with, so they're going to spend millions of dollars on TV ads, radio ads saying this Ohio redistricting commission, it will allow your voice to be heard. It will take away crazy gerrymandering and these bad conservatives that want to impose their will on no, you. That's going to be the message. Yeah, what, no, their message is going to be, let's not have the politicians draw their own lines they're they're gonna focus on the, let the hate, people decide let they're gonna focus on the people you know hating the elected officials which most people do yep. <laughs> yeah. so they're gonna yep. play on that whole aspect of it so it's gonna be an effective campaign because you and i would probably sit here and go yeah those darn elected officials yeah yeah have enough of that yeah crap. you can't can't have them drawing their own lines that's right that's Losers. not fair not they're, they're gonna that's talk about not fa- that's what do we love fair. in the Midwest, Bob? We love fairness. Fair. Yeah. We want fair. And so they're going to position it that way. They're going to spend $30, $40 million, yeah. and then their pals in the press are going to go out and do the yep. you know, the promoting for them. And then here's this amendment. It's probably going to pass 60-40. So what happens? If the Ohio Redistricting Commission is is eliminated, okay. meaning elected officials are no longer there, we've got these hand-chosen Democrats, Republicans, and independents. Independence. What happens? Uh they in 2025, this group will come together and will redraw our state legislative and congressional lines. And when he says congressional, he means those are Ohio has 15 seats now yes. in Congress because our population drops. So those are the 15 lawmakers that go to Capitol Hill and represent you. So those lines would be redetermined as well as your state representative and state yeah. senator. Holy Toledo. Uh, do you have any hope um, – about a minute here, Bob. Do you have any hope that this Ohio redistricting commission would be composed of people that would be ide- ideologically aligned with you and our no. listeners? No. I mean if we would get one or two, I'd be amazed um, because just – I mean just even on the Republican side, if you're an activist Republican and you don't like the present system, where are you on that? spectrum of republicanism you know rhino <laughs> Maybe. rhino yeah so right. i mean that's that's i mean that's who's going to put themselves out there to want an appointment on it so i mean it's not it's not good all the way around so um they're getting information here bob they're not going to get anywhere else so thank you for yeah. unpacking that on the other side of this break i'm going to ask bob a question about president trump i think he's got one vulnerability in the primary Not my idea, by the way. Clay and Buck have talked about this. So we'll run that by him next. Stay tuned. 98.9 FM, The Answer. You know, Bob, one day I might release the outtakes, the stuff (laughs) in between the on-air episodes where we're hashing out the world problems. And I think we arrived at what the two... Types of messaging will be with respect to this Ohio redistricting commission proposed amendment. 
uh, the people who want it are going to say, don't let the politicians decide, let the people decide. And then the people who don't want the redistricting commission to change in composition are going to say, don't let them take away your voice. Yeah, pretty much. That should be the messaging. That's that's probably it. Yeah. So you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the, the problem is, we talked about this too, conservatives don't have the money that progressive billionaires have, like Hans-Jörg Viss and George Soros and ACLU. And by the way, because government unions, which are mm-hmm. funded by taxpayer dollars, dollars. Yep. right? So your tax, your tax dollars are funding this progressive movement, which is a great segue. I got to say this. For the Freedom Foundation and the God-like work they're doing. They're doing God's work. They're a supporter of the Ohio Press Network. Make sure you go to optouttoday.com. You can see how simple and seamless it is to opt out of your union. That's important. You'll save about $1,100 per year given Bidenomics. That's real money, baby. And that money doesn't go to union bosses who are monolithic in their support of craziness. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for the work that you're doing to alert government employees that they can opt out and freeing them from union bondage. All right. Let's talk about this uh, 2024 presidential election. I'm going to give you a hypothesis. Sure. You tell me if it's okay. if it's possible. Donald Trump is not going to lose no. the primary. No. He, he has a chink in his armor. Which is? I believe the only way, and Clay, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton have talked about this, and I agree with them, that if Chris Christie, if Nikki Haley, the Warhawk, um, and Ron DeSantis – if somehow – now, I don't think it will happen because I think there's personality there. There's ego there that yeah. would prohibit it. But let's just pretend that that doesn't exist. If those three said, we're going to come together as a unity group and we're going to choose one unity candidate, is there enough between Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, if they were to put somebody forward – maybe it's DeSantis, maybe it's Haley – Probably be Nikki Haley would be my guess. Yeah. Is there enough support there that if they had this unity candidate that Donald Trump could be in trouble in the primary? No. Okay. I, I think all I, I think when you're talking about a Republican primary voter in 2024, um, I think Trump's got that locked up. OK, but but if it didn't, I think it causes more of a problem in November, because what I see happening is if by some uh, miracle that would work, I don't think Donald Trump's going to say, okay, fine, I lost the primary, I'm just going to move on. <laughs> no, he's going to go RFK on everybody. Yes, he will go third party, and that will that will guarantee that whatever Democrat's sitting there, Joe Biden senile Joe Biden, uh, crazy Kamala Harris, even crazier Gavin Newsom uh, will win. So um, what about what about uh, Michelle Obama? <laughs> I mean, I'm hearing that, that that she might be the person that storms in. You late. know what? I think she, unlike Kamala Harris, I think Michelle Obama is a very, very smart person. So I, do I don't I don't think oh, Michelle Obama will allow herself. To get involved in that. And I, to be honest, I don't think her husband wants her involved in that because I think her husband now is like, Ugh, I, you know, thank God I'm out of that. And um, and I'm out here making a ton of money, you know, so he knows that's all shuts down if, if oh. she becomes president. Well, b- b- but 
he has a proxy right now anyway, because Joe Biden is not making day to day decisions and uh, Kamala way to D.C. to cackle. Harris is not making yeah. decisions. So who's the who's the man behind the curtain? <laughs> is it the administrative state? Yes. Okay. And, and, and well, and you saw an inaction while Donald Trump was president. Yep. Donald Trump was president, but he had a FBI, a Justice Department under him who were who was working against him. So that tells you how they still deep are. state that is. And they still are. Yeah. I mean, these cases. Oh, if he comes Donald back Trump. and he gets it this time, he knows if he gets back in this time, he's got to clear everything out. And that's why they're so afraid of him. They're even more afraid of him this time around than they were back in 2016. Well, they should be. Because I believe this. It's funny. I said it last week, and then I, I was listening to Clay and Buck. I shouldn't say that. They're not on Salem Radio Network, but once in a while I listen to Clay and Buck. I like them. I, I can identify with them. They're politics guys. They're sports guys. Anyway, I, I said the Democrats have cried wolf so much that people are going, I'm not, I'm not coming to your aid anymore. Yeah. Right? In 2016, it was the world is going to be yeah. – it's going to be hell on earth if Donald Trump if – if we don't get him out. And people go, gas was like a dollar eighty nine. We weren't fighting two wars, um, but and so and now and now they're they're banging the same drum. Well, Morning he's Joe, he's a threat to democracy. Yeah, no, and Morning Joe says he's going to execute people That's when he becomes president. He's going to execute. People. He's going to execute. I mean, I mean that tells you Fonzie they, has jumped the shark. Oh don't my you god! Think? Well, it it what it shows is they're in panic mode. Yeah. They're looking at this polling and they go, oh, my God, he's going to win. We got to do something. Minute and a half. I think that changes. And here's why I think that changes. When you dive into the crosstabs and you look at support for Joe Biden, the youth vote that is support yeah. that is not supporting Joe Biden, it's not because they want conservative policy. No. It's because they think that Joe Biden is being too pro-Israel. Yeah. He's not. He's not. He has not swallowed the. Yeah blue poison pill of progressivism enough to say we need to eliminate them from the river to the sea. Yeah. And so and and the great thing is those voters have a lot of options other than Joe Biden and, and Donald Trump to vote. And and RFK? that's RFK, Cornell West, Jill Stein, they have plenty of people they can vote for. And that's what is going to hurt the Democrats. Okay, so I'm glad you said that. I originally thought that the right, particularly AM radio people, propped up RFK. And RFK, by the way, is is attractive to some Republicans and independents because it's like basically, no, I, I want a small government. I don't want you to control my body. I don't see a single Trump supporter saying, hmm, I think I'm going to vote for RFK instead. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I don't. I, I'm glad to say, well, I genuinely was concerned because he's the he's one of the first to say. Unlike Joe Biden, Donald Trump doesn't have fringe supporters. The mm. people that support Donald Trump support Donald Trump. Yep. You know, they, they aren't doing it because they don't like Joe Biden, which is Biden's problem. Well, that's all Biden has. Yeah. Is I don't to, like Trump. Well, fat orange, orange man, man. bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stay tuned to the Bruce Woolley Show, 98.9 FM, The Answer. Jack Windsor filling in for Bruce Woolley. More on the other side of this break. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.